Welcome to the Poorly Educated Podcast. Start over. Start over. <laughs> Fix your hair. Start over. I don't want to do this with you. <laughs> I don't want to do it with this version of you. <laughs> Put your hair down. Let's bring it back to high school. Okay. Yeah. Keep it. Yeah, I'll do it too. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Poorly Educated like Podcast. Terrible. I'm your host, Ian Whitfield. With me, we got Morgan Cahill. Say hello, Morgan. Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me on your Riley show. Riley McNamara. Say hello, Riley. Hello, Riley. And I'm Ian Whitfield. <laughs> and this is the Portal Educate Podcast, a podcast with questions, where we do science, we talk about ideas, and we think about them real hard, as hard as we can. And sometimes it hurts, and sometimes we just want to go home and cuddle up with our dog and cry. But we can't because we got a podcast to do, fellas. How you doing tonight? You look like you're in a considerable amount of pain. Always. <laughs> <laughs> to paint a little picture for anybody who may be listening, we are recording this episode in a West Virginia hotel room, and Ian dressed. I mean, he looks like he just took a cum-covered varsity jacket off. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. You can tell it's one of those kind of things. This is poorly educated, the science podcast for you and not your brother. Don't. <laughs> Don't play this for your brother. It's not for him. <laughs> you know what it is for? It's a little group of people called, your, called your enemies. enemies. This is a podcast for your enemies brought to you by EnemyRepellent.com. You could play it for your enemies, but you also want to listen to it to hear the information that your enemies are getting. So it's for you and your enemy. You know in like uh, in like heist movies, something that hop- that'll happen, they'll take a security guard, tie him up, throw him in the trunk, and then put earbuds in him, and they'll like play music. How long until we get a movie where they start playing a podcast for those guys? <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> Seth Rogen, like, <laughs> no, I've heard I this buddy, uh, but What's the thing Seth... No, I mean... Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan always says. Different Rogan. Yeah, different Rogan. Oh, he's always saying, um, uh, uh, really. Have you ever tried DMT? Have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> no, there's one, one phrase that he says all the time. Elk. No, he's like, this reminds me of. Uh, uh, this reminds me of what it was like. I don't know, guys. Let's fucking. We're not, this is this our podcast, not this his. Podcast, <laughs> and my catchphrase, as you all know, is "Yippee you, dog." <laughs> Let's keep going. You, you know what? I can tell. You, I know exactly what's happened. I know why we're flubbing our words. Joe Rogan's brother. Are you listening right now? <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! This ain't for you. This ain't for this you, ain't bro. For my brother. This is for Joe Rogan, <laughs> not his brother. <laughs> Because Joe Rogan is our enemy. (laughs) I'm replacing our uh, iTunes logo with what we just said written on a napkin in a different language, like Arabic. (laughs) Like, what is this fun? (laughs) You guys been thinking about science stuff? I heard that there was. I've got. I haven't thought in a while. So I've I've got something to to start us off with. this isn't exactly science, but th- there's a lot of psychology behind what I'm about to bring up. And I think it's so... See, you're, you're in. We, me and you are connecting all night. I gave that pressed ham to the hotel window, and me and you are kind of connecting. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> as soon as we got in this room, there's this weird little window... On the floor. On the floor. On the floor. Floor window. Floor window. Like prime for butts. Tiny little window. Yeah, Morgan is exactly, oh, immediately presses his, his tight little ham against it. Don't call it that. <laughs> Is it not? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How about you find out for yourself, brother? My my hand is only ever loosened by my own. That doesn't help. Uh, well, no, I did do that when I was younger. I used to do a thing where I would like hold a broomstick between my butt cheeks and like. I was trying to like get my butt to look better. I didn't know squats were what did that. So I would just like try to grip things with my butt <laughs> And then that was going to give me a better butt. If anyone has seen me from behind recently, you'll know that those efforts were unsuccessful. And Riley saw, Riley saw the back of his balls and I saw his bacon. That was not the back. I've got severe torsion right now. You need to understand angles <laughs> and <friendly>. math. <laughs> so I, this is basketball related. And I know you guys aren't basketball fans, but I think it's something external that you could appreciate. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is the small forward for the Los Angeles Clippers. You might know him because last year he won the championship, the first ever championship for the Toronto Raptors. Uh, he's very robotic. People always talk about him like he doesn't have any emotions and he's just like a basketball playing robot. He has the wingspan of 
A bird? No, not even. Smaller. He's a very <laughs> small man. <laughs> He's a tiny man, nine, nine inches tall. Nine inches tall, and his mother is ashamed of his tiny body. <laughs> Get it out of here. That's how that come out of me. He... And he's one of the best players in the league, so probably like a top three, top four player in my opinion. And he has never recorded a triple double in basketball. A triple double is having uh, double digit stats in three different categories. So like ten rebounds, ten points, ten assists. That would okay. be a triple double. Okay. He recorded his first ever after being in the league like eight years. Good job. They gave him the game ball. Right. And then they, they were interviewing, so they gave him the game ball, and they asked what he was going to do with the game ball. This was his response. First ever triple-double. Gigantic moment in his career. Kawhi, what are you planning to do with the game ball? This is such a big moment for you. I don't know. Probably take it home. Might shoot with it. Walked away. <laughs> <laughs> might, That's it. might shoot. Might shoot. Like, he has no clue. In his house, he has zero possessions. He goes <laughs> His house is literally just a, a basketball court with a cot in the like on the half court line. <laughs> I imagine him like if you've seen Futurama, he has Bender's apartment. He just stands in a closet to sleep every night. <laughs> His microphone is making this shape right now, according to the button. Just so you know. Uh, we didn't check that. We didn't uh, check that beforehand. That's okay. We'll just kind of orient ourselves in a different way. <laughs> we, this is our hotel setup. Well, hostile setup, as I like to say it. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. What, what we have going on now, which now. I think is pretty cool, is uh, Riley's on one side of me. Ian is on the other side of me. I'm clearly in the middle side of me. Now he's the pressed ham. Oh, I'm the pressed ham. Dude, oh, and you let's could... press this ham. Okay, <laughs> check it out. Yeah, I, I, to, to touch on the ham things, I don't want people thinking I don't have a tight ham. I clearly have a tight ham. I just don't want people thinking that I know the tightness of my own ham. Just wanted to... So you, but it's an oxymoron now. Oh, the ham! I was just talking about cheeks. I wasn't talking about your butthole. Oh, the ham's my the ball whole thing. Butthole. My, my my ball hole. My ball hole. <laughs> the gag. You, mean, you mean where I put my balls when I'm sitting? It's it's my <laughs> testicular stoma. <laughs> because you don't want to sit on them. Where do you store your balls? I just plop them in there. The if box. you if you get a hoop earring, you can spread your cheeks open enough to get both of them in there real quick. And as long as you kind of if you have a good trigger finger, have you ever been shooting? You killed birds, right? You know they got those. Never. <laughs> I mean, I've killed things. But... You killed birds. When you kill a bird, you gotta have a quick trigger finger. Similar to how if you're stowing away, you're valuable. Some people call them the family jewels. Yeah, I don't like that. That's yeah, I don't like, that I don't like when, when yeah because when, it implies like, they're valuable enough to be stolen. <laughs> I don't like when like the colloquial term for something is longer than the actual word. Yeah, that's fair. That like my family jewels. They're like I'm gonna go, like, drop the Browns off at the Super Bowl or something like that. You yeah, know what I mean? the I'm Browns like, have I'm gonna been go take a shit, Bowl. buddy. I shit. I am a man. <laughs> I was trying to find a. Or, I heard. For sure. I heard apparently <laughs> from an unreliable source that they were there was like some meeting about colonizing the moon. Like they were gonna build like a space station around the moon. Dude, Fritz's ex girlfriend told me about that last no. night. She just she just heard. <laughs> she just heard. Told me first. But I guess it's not happening because I can't find an article about it anywhere. Or it got erased from the internet. That's probably yeah, the CIA probably saw it and was yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't whoa, tell whoa. We want to take a moment before we get too far into things to thank our first sponsor of the day, which is ExpressVPN. We all know a VPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But I didn't know until recently that it's taken my TV watching game to the complete next level. You can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. So over the weekend, I actually used ExpressVPN to binge Rick and Morty on France Netflix. It's so simple. You just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change my location to France, refresh Netflix, and boom, I'm watching the show. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries, so just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. Love anime? Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service. Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem. 
Can we get another no problem? <laughs> I think I'm only allowed to say one. <laughs> ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices, phones, consoles, smart TVs, and more, so you can watch what you want on the go, the big screen, wherever you are. Here's the thing. If you visit our special link right now, it's expressvpn.com smart. You can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com smart. That's expressvpn.com smart. Thank you, ExpressVPN, for your support of the show. <laughs> they can't know about this yet. Yeah, because what if someone stumbles upon the ladder that they're using to get up there? You don't want just anyone getting up to the moon. Taking a ladder up to the moon. Can you imagine that CNN news report? Man on the moon who shouldn't be. So it shows a picture of him up there, and he's like real bashful. If I make my own rocket and I get myself there, would they try to come and get me? If you're being a nuisance, like if you, how could I be a nuisance? It would to be anybody. It would be the. It would be a libertarian paradise. It'd just be me and a gun and a camera. You can like ding dong ditch a house, then go to the moon. That would be being a nuisance. You and a gun. You're gonna shoot. It's gonna go around the moon and shoot yourself in the back of the head. That's the plan. I don't want no one to find my body. It's gonna drift into space. Well, no, you'd still be on the moon. I was thinking the other I'm day. Gonna jump right before it hits. Me. I, I want to see a football game played on the moon. You know when they kick a field goal and normally the ball hits the net and it, it goes down? How cool would it be if they kicked a field goal and then guys with like harpoon guns had to shoot the ball to get it down? So, so they, they pull shoot it, it back? To pull it back. Get over That's here. nice. Because otherwise it'll shoot into space. I, Who cares though? It's not our problem. That's being a nuisance. Uh, this is the kind of stuff. Um, imagine an alien coming to Earth and he's like, brother, I found your pig skin. <laughs> this your? Oh, that would be such a cool way to start like the uh, Space Jam version of the football movie. So like they come here like, this yours? We're like, yeah, thank you so much for bringing it to me. Can we have it back? No, you broke our window. You got to play us for it. <laughs> Dude, I have something. Uh-huh. Well, a bit, this is about my lovely, my lovely girlfriend Kendall. Uh, she was telling me, I was like just thinking, I, I haven't been dreaming lately. I so I've been, and I've been trying to lucid dream. So I've been doing a lot to like, specifically, try to lucid dream. I've been like, thinking about it a lot at night. I, I have, a, I keep a dream journal right next to my head. Mm-hmm. But I still just, I don't dream, and I miss them. I, I want to dream and like. But you used to dream. I saying. used to dream all the time. Now I don't dream. I occasionally have nightmares, but I don't remember them. Like I just wake up scared, and I just assumed it was a nightmare. That's it was called every day for Riley. Yeah, wake up, brother. Terrified. Yeah, I wake up real scared. <laughs> but uh, I've just been trying to like induce lucid dreaming though, because I think you c- it's it's a cool way to like figure out more about your like brain and how it works and stuff. Oh, I wouldn't leave. Uh, like I would, I, I would yeah, just like do a lot of simple things. Like, like I was watching this movie. It's called Waking Life by the same dude who. Or it's some somehow a creator of Undone is like works. I was gonna say, it. is it Bob Waxman? No, I don't think it's him. But it's like rotoscoped and uh, it, the animation's kind of garbage. But it's just a bunch of deep philosophical conversations. And then he like starts to realize he's in like a perpetual lucid dream. He's talking to this one girl, and he's like, "So, like, what's it like to be a person in a dream?" And like, they st- it's just a lot of like weird questions. And that's exactly what I would do. I would just like ask weird things. I do. I have lucid dreamed before, and I looked in the mirror. Can I, want- I can I ask you guys a question about your dreaming experience? Because this is a fight that Amber and I had the other day. When you dream, do you see your perspective, or are you dreaming in third person? Um, most of the time, it's my perspective, but it doesn't have to be. I have like had like just. More like just watching a movie. Almost I'm always. I'm not really involved. <clears throat> when I say third person, I don't mean like a third person video game. Yeah. I mean that I'm just an omnipotent camera that sometimes sees me. <laughs> I've been like second person. Like I've just been someone else watching me. So you're like in the group. You're one of the yeah, guys. I'm one, one of, of the boys. boys. <laughs> I'm one of the boys. One of the dream boys. <laughs> and I kind of thought I was cute. <laughs> but Ian's kind of cute. Imagine you're dreaming and you start making out with me. <laughs> what a way to find out that you're not you in the dream. That's what I would do if I at least a dream. I would start fucking myself, man. No, but uh, Kendall? Uh, 
She, I, I was, she was talking about her dreams. I was like talking about how I don't, I had, like never dream. I've been trying to dream and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, and she was like, I, I like dream about you occasionally. I was like, like, and she started telling me about her dreams. And it, I think it really reveals a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she said she had a dream the other night that uh, I came over to her house and I had a little box. And inside the box was a little purple worm that spit acid. <laughs> and I accidentally let it out of the box and it was loose in her house. And I was like, oh, so I'm just a fucking nuisance. Like when, you're, when your mind wants to cast a buffoon in your dreams, it's like Ian. <laughs> and then she was like, well, yeah, because then afterwards, like we eventually found it and like wrestled it and like got it back in the box how big is and this then, worm yeah. <laughs> it was like, like, like the a couple worm. inches like it was, uh, <laughs> it was, was floor, and it kicked Ian's ass acid at people <laughs> I and guess it, that's true and I was like this just sounds like something I would do is I would bring this worm and accidentally let it loose in your house and then she was like yeah and then I had like was getting in a fight with my mom and you were in the middle and you were just like trying to make jokes and make light out of it but you were just making things worse and I was like this really reveals how you see me I'm just like just the, I just I'm a buffoon who just makes things worse. I like let a worm loose in your house. But and you're trying to be funny. At least. I'm trying to be funny. But keep we're trying. In her dreams, I still can't make her laugh. <laughs> well, if I've learned anything from internet comedians Jake and Amir, it's if you can make a girl laugh, you can make her come. So talk to me for a second about <laughs> is there a potty problem? Are you guys? Are you guys having some trouble in the bedroom? In the bathroom? You in said the potty. Yeah, in the bedroom. I'm not using a potty in the bedroom. Are you having sex in the bathroom then? You're doing it in the wrong order. But anyway... <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. I'm not going to answer. But no, we're fine. Everything's fine. You not answering makes it seem we're like... We're <laughs> um, Love you if you're listening. Are you performing? I perform. Are you performing to your potential? That I know you can perform. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I'm, I'm performing better than the last time you saw me perform. For people who don't know, I'm a freelance sexual coach. I do $50 FaceTime sessions for if you feel like you're not in it, you can go to the bathroom, pretend to pee, and I'll give you a two-minute motivational <laughs> speech. You just lower me to penis angle, and one, I will talk up your junk. One, one of the core ways to, like become lucid in a dream is in real life to check if you're dreaming more so it's a weird thing to do because i always i never i'm never really thinking maybe i'm dreaming right now but i do things now like i've been trying to do it more like if you poke your hand mm-hmm. like in a dream your like finger will kind of go through like your hand you can't really just like really? it's you'll know that you'll be like yeah i'm in a dream when you try to poke your hand. and another thing is changing the lighting doesn't work in dreams you can't turn off a light switch turn it on like so when I leave a room it's really weird because I've done it with other people in the room where I leave the room and just turn the light off and back on for a second and they're like what was that and I'm like just checking if I'm dreaming <laughs> just checking if this is real just checking just making sure making sure I'm grounded because if you do it in real life a lot you'll think to do it in a dream more often like check if you're dreaming has it worked have you started having more lucid dreams or are you still very no it hasn't worked yet I just I just kind of started uh, but you're, you're saving a lot of electricity from I'm keeping hoping. all these lights off. In the I also want to, like, I'm probably going to, like, start, like, setting alarms for dream cycles. I'm listening to this, like, binaural, uh, like, lucid dream-inducing, like, playlist on mm-hmm. Spotify. Oh, my God, that's so long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, it's for each level of sleep. Like, you start getting into REM sleep. So I'm going to start setting my alarm so that I wake up during REM sleep because that's when you're, like, dreaming and shit the most. And then writing down in the dream journal what's happening. I'm going to do it. I'm going to start lucid dreaming all the time. Well, I'm going to give you the secret. It seems so much fun. You're you're not doing – you're doing almost everything right, but you're missing one of the most important steps. I've never had a lucid dream, but this is how I have more vivid dreams. I will set an alarm for a word that I know. I don't know many words. It's easy to pick out. So (laughs) I'll pick a word that I know, like cobra, and you can name your alarm. I know that word. So – Riley, are you are you in on Cobra? Do you, you know, know Cobra? Cobra? You heard of her? <laughs> Have you heard of her? <laughs> I've heard of her. Cobra, Cobra, Cobra. Uh, no, nah, I don't think I know. Okay, you could use a different word. If you uh, so he, you'll, you'll he's the leader the of the bad guys on GI Joe. Oh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. No, Cobra Commander. Cobra, Cobra Kai Commander. is also something. Cobra Kai is the dude is uh, from Karate Kid. It's their 
like the other boxing gym. I don't know most of those words. If you use I said boxing, it's karate. You, you can you can title <laughs> an iPhone alarm to any word. So if you title it to a word you know, the alarm will go off. You wake up, you'll see cobra. You, you go back to bed. You cobra. know that word. You know that word. Why are you it, trying to slip cobras into your dreams? <laughs> I'm very specific. I have a fear of not having a snake around me. <laughs> I'm very I'm so interested in dreams. dreams. Dreaming is fascinating. I'm scared to talk about dreaming because when we first started a podcast, the feedback we got from I think, our, one of our lifelong best friends was, hey, pretty decent show, but like, quit the dream talk. Yeah, I'm, don't, se- I'm ser- the, I, I don't care. We, no one wants to hear no about it. No one wants it. to hear about Well, it's different. There's a difference in talking about a dream and like explaining like a long, boring story that has no context for anyone that didn't have the dream and talking about the idea of dreams and how fucking weird they are that your mind is like keeping things. For, it's like, like Pete Holmes has a whole bit about it where it's like, the, like you put something, they, like it's a box. He's like, there's like a box. He dreams about there's a box and he opens it up and he's like, I wonder what's in this box. And he doesn't know what's in the box. And he opens it up. It's overflowing with Cobras. I literally think that's what he says. That's his example. I think in the bit. And he's like, I put the Cobras there. It's like, my brain was like, hold on. Don't tell him. Let's just see what he, let's see what he does. It's crazy. Like, you built all of this like when something in you know, a nightmare jumps around the corner. You fucking put it behind the corner. Your brain did. Was your brain was like your subconscious did. Yeah, who's a different guy? If you yeah, look yeah, online, I, if you look at that, that is asshole, a different, I'm gonna a different beat guy. He deserved his dick beaten because he's a different guy. I think even my conscious, like just a, like if you think of consciousness as your thoughts, is a different is guy. It, so there are it's three not guys. Me. Are there three guys we've discovered? How many guys are in us? In there any are given three guys, right? There's conscious, There's subconscious, and conscious, subconscious. Well, I, and I, I've also got some five guys in me. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> and in a hamburger from five them. guys, <laughs> they brought friends. <laughs> <laughs> are there seven? My my ham isn't so inviting. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are we talking man! About? This is a show for children. It says explicit. No, it's not. <laughs> Has it? I've been toning it down. I'm, I'm going to start being really crude. But is that is that the case? So if your awareness is one guy, subconscious is another guy, is the conscious different from the subconscious? Is that a second guy or is that just say, the other guy when he's dreaming? Well, what's the thing? That's what I said earlier is like what remains. Say like you're a hardcore like Republican and you're like this way. That's a and, guy. And that changes. Like your then so you, your mind has changed, your thoughts change, your beliefs change. All these things about you can change. Your your thoughts are constantly appearing and then burning away. What's what's the constant in that? It's the awareness that's like listening to your thoughts. What's hearing your thoughts? What's like like observing it? That state that's the constant. And then all your thoughts and emotions and your subconscious and all that shit is just like is flowing away. It's just like so you're you're they're, they're all they're all clouds and you're the sky that's like containing them. Your awareness is like the music that plays in a mall, and all the guys are the people shopping in a mall. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the guys? No consciousness. Sorry, drinking thoughts. and friends. And sometimes movies can be one of the guys. Sometimes. What are different things? So what do you think your subconscious? What are it's like the thoughts things? you can't hear. No, that's a different dude. Your subconscious, do you th- hear your subconscious? So, all right, it's interesting, you're like, all right. if you start, start thinking about how you're not going to think, right? You see, if you think about how you're not going to think, you can think the same thing over again. You can, like, do, like, a mantra almost and be like, I- that's the worst photo of me. <laughs> We're going to just take the worst selfie of all time. <laughs> your mouth looks so wide. I look pretty good. You do look pretty good. Uh, <laughs> but, um, like, if you start, like, I'm, I'm, Stop thinking, stop thinking, stop thinking. You can repeat that in your head and then also have like other thoughts at the same time as that. So you, it's you just put, like an amalgamation because it's not linear. It's just like throwing it at you. <laughs> your thoughts can just like, can be layered on top of each other. Like mm-hmm. It's like a multi-track. Yeah. yeah, yeah but but all of them are passing and you're just observing that you're like you are the play you're the witness of all of these things like you're like the like it's you just have to stop identifying with the bulb and identify with the light and just be like or just you know you're just observing it all 
Because you, that's the only thing that doesn't change. So that has to be the only thing that's you at your core. Well, I guess where does the definition of awareness stop, though? That's something I'm, I'm curious about. So, like... You can go multiple ways with that. So that's where the theory, diver- the, like, the ideas diverge. You could say that conscious, that, like, awareness uh, is just a product of the brain. Mm-hmm. Or you can say that it's because your brain is just, like, is also just molecules that are moving and, like, it's all just one thing. You could say that everything is conscious. Like you're like like I said on the podcast before. Like matter is just. You could say that consciousness or awareness is made up by matter, like your brain, right. or that matter is tiny bits of like consciousness. Like it's everything is like it's 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 either confined to being inside of your brain and just a product of your brain. Uh, but either way, I don't think it makes that big of a difference in terms well, of like how you view. Like either way, you can just not identify with your thoughts and your emotions and your ego and all these things that are passing, and just identify with the awareness. And I think it's helped me extremely, like practically, uh, to just think of it that way. And as like, so you think you have, a, you, you have you have a healthier mind uh, with that knowledge? Yeah. Definitely. Easily. I I think that's so special because you've made a lot of great decisions this year to get yourself where you need to be. And and you've come to terms with a lot of things that are important, that your ham is better than average, (laughs) uh, (laughs) that you are your awareness, and you finally stepped up and started eating right, fueling your body in the way that it needs to be fueled. Guys, this podcast is brought to us by our good friends over at Hello. Fresh. I think he was doing it the second you started talking. I was like, he's doing a fucking segue. <laughs> Guys, can I? But do- who's the one listening to him do the segue? <laughs> us. No, it's, it's HelloFresh, and they it's want Hello us to keep Fresh. doing the ad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to HelloFresh for sponsoring today's episode of the podcast. You might have the question, "What is HelloFresh?" And if you do, we have the answer for you. With HelloFresh, you can get mouth-watering seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. It's America's number one meal kit. They make cooking fun, easy, and affordable. Can you name three more important things than that? No, what I can't. What about five? No, definitely not and five. seven? I could try, but no. I can name one other thing, but they succeeded that too. The answer is delicious. The answer that is, true. is delicious. My, my literally, my family loves HelloFresh. They're obsessed with it. Like, well, their recipes are so delicious, man. Yeah, have a lot of like kids and like they like my. Fa- it's like a thing that my family does uh-huh. is where they like get all the kids and they like help make the like help make the meal and then they feel really proud of it at the end. It's delicious. It's such a satisfying way to spend your evening. Most people don't realize how fun cooking can be, and HelloFresh really lets you do that. My favorite part is it lets you break out of your dinner rut. HelloFresh has 22-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes they put out each week. Do you find yourself eating the same three meals? HelloFresh is going to help you find new foods that you enjoy, and you'll enjoy cooking them as well because they take all the fun stuff and the bad stuff, and they separate them. So the bad stuff is with the guys at the grocery store. That's why the teenagers who work there are always so grumpy, because they got all that bad stuff. <laughs> you ever ask? You ever ask one of those guys? No, I haven't asked them. I was I was talking to sixteen years old, sixteen blonde male walked up to him. Yeah, bad stuff, don't you? You know what he said back to me? Yeah. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Get out of my face. He's filled with bad things. <laughs> So we offered him HelloFresh, and now he's living happy. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and prepping so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or even 20 minutes with their quick recipe options. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients mean there's less prep for you and less food waste, so if you're thinking environmentally, well, keep doing it because HelloFresh is going to empower you. You can add extra meals or lunches to your weekly order or throw in yummy sides and desserts like garlic bread. And Ooh, cookie, and dough. cookie dough, man. Cookie dough, cookie man. Dough. You know exactly what I'm talking about. HelloFresh is now $5.66 per serving. That is an excellent value. It is America's number one meal kit for a good reason. We love HelloFresh. We know you will too. Go to HelloFresh.com slash PE10 and use code PE10 during HelloFresh's New Year's sale for 10 free meals, including free shipping. 
That's HelloFresh.com slash PE10. Use code PE10. 10 free meals. There's no better value in food. Thank you, HelloFresh, for sponsoring the podcast. And if you didn't clue in, that stands for poorly educated, not physical education. <laughs> Ooh. What are other things that it doesn't stand for? That it doesn't stand Pocket for? Pocket edition. Yes. Pocket edition. Pocket edition. Peter Eater. <laughs> for sure not that. We want to thank HelloFresh for hopefully having stopped to listen by now. <laughs> Philip Egerton. It's not for Philip Egerton. Whoever's oh. out there. Oh, it's pronounced Egerton. Egerton. You're right. I'm not German. I can't. Yes. Philip is a very German name. No, it's, it's Garmin. It's Garmin. It's Garmin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pronounced Garmin in Germany. <laughs> what? Yeah, thank you, HelloFresh. We love you. We You're delicious. are sitting here wasted right now all of us are drunk out of our minds we're not <laughs> on a tuesday night it's a saturday it's a saturday <laughs> it's the most normal night to drink <laughs> and we're happy we're happy to be here uh if you let, let me ask you this real quick just before we dive back into consciousness okay. and what it means to be alive because I'm pretty sure there's three guys in me right now, and they all want me to say this. All right. <laughs> let, let, me, let me hear them out. Let's hear them out. A common phrase in life they say, they t- tell me to say, is when life gives you lemons, finish the phrase. When life gives you lemons, finish the eat the Eat the lemons. Throw them. Eat the lemons. When life gives you lemons. Make lemonade. Throw them. And that's why... I, I told you guys about this website I wasn't going to buy, but I've been oh thinking about God. it. I am buying lemonsforthrowing.com. Starting the beginning of next month, you'll be able to purchase the most primed throwing lemons on the market. They're aerodynamic as fuck. <laughs> Ooh, and you know, something I love about these lemons that I've got. So I found them at other grocery stores and they cost an amount of money there. I'm selling them to you for more money. That makes them heavier. <laughs> perfect for throwing lemons for throwing.com not an official sponsor but it's a company i'm working on and i would appreciate your help and support those three guys they have good ideas too i'm playing footsie right now. no you're playing footsie my foot was playing footsie with your still foot all right back to consciousness boys let's eat some lemons (laughs) these are the lemons of the mind that's what i say what are these but yeah the reason that I it has I think it does help because I think at its core it's a very Buddhist and just like uh, psychological like uh, psychology idea and that all suffer, suffering is just your attachment to things it's it's wanting something to be that instead of this it's wanting it's wanting the milk when you're drinking water or like anything no one has ever been jealous of (laughs) they've got one well it's because so like peace i don't think peace can exist within the ego right but go back to the milk thing because that's what i'm just (laughs) (laughs) all suffering comes from your attachment to how you want things to be rather than just accepting this for what it is right it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't suffer if you didn't like want something to be different um and I think true like peace can't really exist in the ego. Like you can be sitting. This is all. This is like Ramdas. He like talks about how, uh, like you'll be on the beach eating ice cream, and then the ice cream is over, and you want, and you're like, oh, this is good. This is peace. And then the ice cream is over, and you're thirsty, and you want water, and then you're tired, and you take a nap, and you wake up, and you need coffee, so you energize, and then you're bored, and you want to watch a movie, and then the movie's over, and you're like, now what? And it's just this endless cycle of like. Chasing happiness is bullshit. And I just had to realize that, like, that wasn't going to get me anywhere. So when you can kind of, like, drop all that and just be, like, as present as possible and identify with, like, a still place inside of you. It's like a candle inside of you that isn't swayed by, like, circumstance. When you can just have something, which for me is that baseline awareness that's just looking out my eyes right now. When you can have that and just be identified with that then it's a lot like when you can just go into that place whenever circumstance doesn't affect you as much so you don't really like it, it, it's extremely helpful for alleviating suffering well you have so you have problems that are smart people problems you're smart enough to understand why life isn't so good sometimes but for the rest of us we don't we're not that we're not that most of my issues in have to do with me not having enough of something that i already have a good bit of 
I'm a very privileged man. Uh, like, sometimes maybe I feel like I'm not getting enough attention from my girlfriend. I'm like, all right, I already got a good bit of this. Right. But I'd like more. Yeah, <laughs> and I think what most people do to, like, com- like to kind of, like, fence with their suffering is they rationalize it. They're like, all right, yeah, all right. Uh, my flight was delayed, but I'm... It's a, the fact that I'm flying is a miracle. That's crazy. Like you can you can do you can take steps to rationalize yourself into being like, all right, th- everything's great. Like I am, my life is better than any pharaoh that existed in the past. Like it, like you can you can do different like tactical things with rationalization that kind of fence the uh, like suffering away, and it's like you can work with gratitude and stuff, and that's all great, and I really appreciate that. But what I'm trying to do is kind of like beyond rationalization. It's like I don't have to rationalizing it. Just saying yes to whatever is happening in the moment regardless of like anything. Like even if it's like intense suffering, just saying like your brain doesn't know what to do if you really force it to just, just – if you just like – it's like a mantra that I do. It's just like – and that I, Pete Holmes really taught me is just like – saying like yes thank you to whatever is happening in the moment and your brain just doesn't fucking know what to do with that when you're suffering and you just like ex- like force yourself to accept the, the present moment without rationalization without being like it's good because of this or like i should be grateful about this just fucking drop all the rationalization i don't think that's good enough anymore i just want to like for ian for anybody who maybe doesn't know ian very well if a waiter or waitress were to walk up to him with any problem, maybe just like, hey, I know you ordered a burger, but we don't have any lettuce. Are you okay if we substitute the lettuce for this? The last thing out of his mouth would be, yes, thank you. The first you thing mean? out of his mouth would be, and then the next thing yes would be yeah second is last yeah it would be that counts for every possibility of response yeah no yeah i just like yeah i mean i try to be I, i was already very like uh accommodating to other people and stuff but and do you ever find that you're I think that's something that you've dealt with in the past, maybe trying to find whether you're being too accommodating or not in certain situations. How do you how do you define what that is for you now? Whether th- you're being too accommodating or if you're being appropriate for I try to put myself in there in the in situations less. It's I think it is on the face le- on the on the like a on the deep way, I do just want good for people, but it's also kind of a manipulative thing uh, like a manipulative t- thing where I take every factor out of the equation that's my wants and desires and choices Mm -hmm. so that I can feel that I have more control over the situation or that like whatever, like so that I'm not the inciting influence. And if bad, if something bad happens, it's a way of kind of controlling other people and I'm trying to work on that and being like, like, and being more okay. asserting myself, like, I guess growing up, I feel like I like the message I, took in not directly like my parents care like i had a very loving family and stuff but i think passively the message i took in as a kid was it's not okay to assert yourself so that's my biggest fucking issue that i have to overcome because like i like i i prioritize kindness and niceness probably too high like over honesty which sometimes you shouldn't like i would rather like lie to someone than hurt them or anything like that but sometimes truth really is the best tactic because mm, you can you hate someone and you're like uh, you're like a bastard and stuff but eventually if you spend enough time with that person you're eventually it becomes sort of like a fondness where you're like you bastard you <laughs> like if because if you're honest with how you feel about something then you can like it's it's a lot easier to work with but I just never am I'm like it's not that I'm like a liar or anything. I just, I, I just don't never want to assert myself in any situation. I can't like when people are like loud in public or drawing attention, or if something's like like you said like wrong with your meal. Mm-hmm. I will never like if someone gives me the enti- all the wrong food. I've done this. I I, I like I'll ask for a to go box, and like be like oh they gave me a wrong food. I'll just ask for I'll like get a to go box, 
and then I take it outside and fucking throw it away because I know I'm not going to eat it later just for the fact of not having to be like, you gave me the wrong food or anything like that. Like, I, I avoid confrontation. All I want in life is inner peace and external peace and just harmony i want everything to be even keel and okay and it doesn't work out that way i just don't want it to be because of anything i put out there into the world so i just leave like whenever anyone asks me like what do you want for eat i'm always just like i don't know what do you want for eat i just bounce back to them i don't want to be a factor that's it. That's it. That's the bottom line of who I am is I don't want to be a fucking factor in the universe. One of my favorite I'm things to be... knowing you with that is like as someone like we hang out in a group a lot often, I'll often not ask you about something like if we're going to try to find somewhere to eat, I'll look at everybody else, but I'll often not ask you where you want to go. That's great. Not because I don't care about your opinion, but you know because me. I know you're going to panic. <laughs> it's deep inner panic. Like Literally, I got home today, and my like, my grandma was like, "Do you want something to eat, like a like a grilled cheese or a burger?" And I went, "I don't want anything." And I went upstairs. <laughs> I just ran upstairs. I'm sorry. Oh my god, you're so pouty. I hate it's it. So fascinating. Like people have so many different emotions, and everybody processes information differently. One of my favorite things to look is like, what thing makes the average person panic? And like, that's something that makes you choice. I, yeah. I panic at any moment of like true silence so like my brain is always like going at a million miles an hour if i were to like try to sit i've done it like i've tried to meditate so many times and it's always so stressful to me my heart rate goes up i start sweating i just cannot handle not having i'm like that with other people like i don't like awkward silences with other people because because like i said i want everything to be okay i want everything to be like the worst thing in, in <clears throat> the worst thing that could happen to me is like someone leaves an interaction with me and was like, you know, it's all right, but he's kind of like, he's kind of rude or something that would fucking rip me to pieces because like, <laughs> I just want everything to be okay with it. I don't want tension in any relationships. So if there is like a silence or something, I'm like, what if they think I'm being too quiet? What if I, they just feel awkward too? I just need to say something. <laughs> and then I stress myself out about that and then never say anything. But with myself, I'm okay most of the time. <laughs> now, I didn't used to be. I used to be like terrified of being alone with my own thoughts, but I've like gotten, I've been forced to actually come to terms with being alone with my own thoughts, and I'm a lot more comfortable with them. It's that's again so fascinating because I feel like mine is the exact opposite, where if like if my thoughts avoid me for a second, like if there's a second of blank space in my mind where I'm not thinking, that makes me pain. It's like, where did he go? Because he's been taking care of shit for me for a while. <laughs> what if a bear comes? <laughs> Riley, do you have something that makes you kind of panic or just like that makes you nervous or anxious? So I could use it against you in the future. <laughs> uh, no, nothing like on that, on that scale. I will say you can totally like listen. There's like meditation music and like meditation sounds. Guided medica- meditation is what I like use most of the time to like get into like meditation. It's really not about like stopping thinking. It's about the like focusing on one thing like say your breath mm-hmm. uh and just focusing on specifically that to give your mind it's like giving your mind like a rubik's cube to just keep it occupied so that you can get away from it for a little bit and but like when you're focusing on your breath it's okay for your mind to wander and then but just it's about the coming back it's about the return and going back to focusing on your breath and then eventually it your mind just feels clear and you feel a lot more peaceful and I am afraid of meditating because I'm afraid it's going to unlock something in my brain. Like, I'm so specifically productive in certain ways. I'm afraid meditation (laughs) is going to unlock something in my brain and change me so that I'm not as efficient of a human being. (laughs) I don't don't think so. I think – I actually think at my most – at my most healthy – this, this is like I, learning about like the Enneagram and stuff taught me a lot about this. Right. It's like, and and it, it definitely is, it applies. When I'm at my most healthy and I'm functioning at a high level, I'm more like you where I'm like a lot more productive. And because I think my biggest crutch is I don't, I don't want to say laziness, laziness because it's more just like it takes so much energy for me to be so in the world and like so empathetic to like everyone that like, I'm just kind of exhausted and I just like when I like have downtime I just want to like have full downtime but I do have a lot of problems with like 
keeping myself motivated and procrastinating and uh, like being really efficient and productive. Right. But when I'm like high functioning, it's like that. And I think the, like meditation has honestly helped me with that because it, I don't know, it just like keeps me balanced out in that way. Riley, but, do you think Ian's being kind of rude right now? You don't think he, <laughs> you don't think he's being rude. I mean, well, he's I a great guy, but guys. he's kind of <laughs> he's kind of rude. <laughs> yeah, though it's wild. Dude, medi- med- meditation is wild, and I, I think taking self importance is wild. Like th- thinking of the things that matter to you, uh, and then making decisions to make those things better about yourself is so important. Recently, I did that. With my personal health. And that's why I want to thank Care Of for sponsoring today's episode of the podcast. Second sponsor. Second sponsor, Care Of. Love you. And we are just friends with Care Of. (laughs) (laughs) Business. Business casual sex at best. They keep me healthy. A healthy body, healthy mind. I've really realized the truth in that lately. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to, like, if I, like, I'm, I'm really trying to, like, work out and stuff and, like, get in the shape and be more healthy and stuff and it really does affect like your mental state it's all about making the right decision to start your day and that's what care of specializes in so care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and support you long term you can make 2020 your year it's my year right now so it's like half your year and it's mostly (laughs) my year uh and if anyone's listening it's not your year maybe 2021 but you can make some time your year to prioritize you and commit to staying on top of your health instead of that laundry list of resolutions that you don't end up sticking with care of can make taking your vitamins and supporting your health goals attainable Care Of's quiz helps you find the vitamins and powders that will support your specific health goals this year like improving your fitness routine or managing stress The convenient daily packs are perfect for on-the-go lifestyles. Just throw one in your purse or gym bag, and you're on your way. Here's how it works. They send you, well, first you take a quiz on their website. So you have a short online quiz that you answer some questions about your diet, health goals, lifestyle, and Care-of will recommend a list of vitamins and supplements specifically tailored to your needs and goals. When you go to the vitamin aisle, it can be confusing. Mostly because all the print's really small and you don't know which pills are going to give you a boner and which ones are the fish oils, like the little guys that you really need. Care-of gets rid of all of that. They give you exactly what you need in quantities perfectly appropriate for you and your lifestyle. When you take the quiz, um, it, it, it's going to suggest everything. What I love is that it sends them all in these little daily packs and they have this cute little box it comes in and you just take a little pack out every day. I keep the pack that I use right next to my door. So every day before I leave, I grab a pack, I take my vitamins, they're personalized to me, and I start the day off with a good decision on my health. Care Of has been fantastic as a sponsor to the show. I have loved them personally, and I think you will too. Here's the situation, guys. Guys? I'm here. Okay, I was afraid. I was afraid. Riley didn't take his Care Of vitamins of the day, and he's asleep right now. <laughs> uh, for 50% off of your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code SMART50. SMART50. That's takecareof.com and enter code SMART50. 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 50% off is a lot. We love care of. You will too. Takecareof.com, enter code SMART50. Thank you to care of for sponsoring today's episode of Poorly Educated. S M A R T 50. How amazing is it, real quick, that companies let us have SMART as a promo code? It's like the best promo code. Because you're smart if you don't, I mean, you're dumb if you don't use it. You're dumb if you don't use it. <laughs> and we were, we were, honestly, I I don't want to be racist saying this, but we were really smart asking for it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not all I do is reference comedians bits that's a Demetri Martin bit where he's like a good way to it's like that's how you start a, to get someone's attention you like start start a sentence with like I'm not racist but the, the, this coffee this coffee racist. is really good and they're like that wasn't racist at all I know I just said I'm not racist <laughs> you never listen Typical Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an amazing way to pull attention, like, if you were, like, 
eating a girl out and you're like down between her legs <laughs> and then you just pop up for air real quick. No, I'm, I'm not, not racist, racist but it's just tasty. <laughs> All right, that one could be racist depending on how you visualize the situation. <laughs> but it's not just on paper. <laughs> so it's you. It's you who did that it's to you. you. <laughs> oh my one of my bigger questions in terms of just like, this is a self-help episode. This is the episode where we talk about just like who we are right now. Who we is. On. Who he is. It was going on in our brains since we're so drunk. <laughs> None of us are drunk. You haven't had anything. Neither of you have had anything. Dude, I had an eighth of a beer and I am out of my mind. <laughs> I've been uh, sipping this green tea. I'll, I'll get in these moods. Been drinking green tea all day. One thing that I've been watching recently. Do you guys know Matt Diavella? Have you ever watched any of Matt Diavella's no. videos? No. He has kind of odd facial hair, but he's handsome. And he makes these productivity videos that are basically self-help, motivational type of videos. And he recently talked about uh, the state of flow in your brain. And very basically, the state of flow is the process that you enter when you are your most engaged. So if, if you look at points in your day where you have absolute focus and you are your most engaged in the moment, you're in a state of flow. And when you take moments where you're like struggling to keep up you're like in class but you keep thinking about like what your dog and your girlfriend might be doing while you're gone <laughs> right to um, together yeah dude i'm very worried about what kathy and my wife are up to right now uh but the, so that is the state of flow that you are in when you're 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 most engaged and he was talking about all these store different sorts of ways that you can uh enter the state of flow kind of manipulate your brain into entering this mode of engagement so like if you're a writer and you go to start writing a paper you wake up in the morning your goal is to write 10 pages but that blank cursor keeps flashing at the beginning of the screen you just can't seem to start he recommends uh editing previous writing for 30 hours 30 hours <laughs> just a quick 30 hours well, this is your first time trying to write you're not this right not you weren't born you. for it buddy yeah, i'm sorry if you've never written anything before you will never in the future uh, <laughs> but so you go back and edit and because you're recognizing patterns that's one of the five things that can put you into flow is pattern recognition uh so healthy pattern recognition can put you into flow one of the other things is novelty that he talks about so right. if you something like new and fresh and i think that's a secret to like yeah so much and so he brings up the specific example of like if you do like online work and you could work from home every day instead of just sitting in your office maybe you go to a coffee shop you've never been to before mm -hmm. and the novelty of the new experience will kind of put you in a different mode, a different mindset. And all of that was just very fascinating to me because I, I, I experience those moments of engagement and I'm always trying to get back to them. I found another one, a good one is, uh, I forget what the, who it is, but they recommend, um, like say that you're an artist in drawing or mm -hmm. even writing on a pencil, like writing. If you have a pencil, literally just moving your, a lot of people just like, well, try to think and just stare at a blank page or paper. Like say if you if you're writing with a pencil, just literally moving your hand on the paper, drawing, writing, whatever nonsense. Just like the act will start to like stimulate your brain and and create things like writing whatever and like mm -hmm. nonsense. Even if it starts out as nonsense, eventually, usually something will appear out of it. Um, but yeah, I think and that's also like what you said. Like, I think that's also the, at its base level, its presence rather than like like you said like you could be in class thinking about something else it's if you can maintain a level of presence in the moment or not right and even if it's p playing deep present attention to your thoughts or uh, things like mm -hmm. that and i think a lot of times with creativity it almost feels like you're not necessarily even the one it, it almost feels like whatever it is the creative like spark or whatever is more like using you as a conduit mm. and it sometimes it's not even like it's like i didn't even feel like my idea it's just happening but, yeah uh, and you know that's that's really good advice for people creating similar to that as well as like a lot of people are like so 
focused on the first thing that they do having to be the end product too like you're just gonna write this book and when you finish typing it you're gonna publish it yeah uh, a lot of creative juices i've heard it described is like running water and then the water is gonna come out dirty dude that is literally everything. Yeah, so y y the water is going to come out dirty until it's clear, but you have to give it the time to clear up, but people you have like, to let the water run. I forget, there's people like like Bob Dylan, I think, like they, where they're like, oh, such a, <clears throat> this person is such an amazing lyricist and stuff. How do they write such gold? And then they find their fucking journals. And is Bob Dylan still alive? It might not be Bob Dylan I'm thinking of. That I'm, uh, oh, was that the picture of? No, that's a, that's a dead guy you're looking at on your phone. But I don't know. There was some artist and something where they're like, how they write such fucking amazing? Yeah, he's still alive. I'm an idiot. But uh, it wasn't Bob Dylan. But mm -hmm. like how they write such amazing shit, and then you like look at their fucking journals, and it's like just so many like so much writing filled to the brim. Mm -hmm. Not all of it is great and stuff, but the, the difference between a creative person and a non-creative person is that the creative person writes shit down. Yeah. And actually, like, makes it. I mean, I know funny people in real life that aren't a creative type person that are fucking hilarious and say such amazing things and have really good ideas. They just, like, don't write them down. It literally, just write fucking everything down. Yeah. Like, capture everything. And, like, something is going to come out of it. Even if it's not good, uh, even if it's, none of it is good, eventually something's going to be able to be expanded upon. Which is basically what we do for our podcast. We'll turn the microphone on until we've said something funny and then we'll turn the microphone off. And usually it <laughs> takes an hour to get to that point. <laughs> but if you talk enough, you get things through. Something I've found with friends that I have that are, um, they're like funny, but they're not creative types. And they're uh, specifically for funny. <clears throat> They're really tall. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> tall. You want to be funny? Get some stilts. No, if you want to, if you want to be funny, you could be whatever size you want. But if you want to be funny for a career, you better hope you're not five, ten, or above. Riley, you're pretty tall. What do you I think about all this? Yeah. What do you think? About what? <laughs> Anything, man. I don't. I don't think very often anymore. <laughs> I applaud it. I applaud it. <laughs> applause is given. <laughs> you're 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 100 right about the engagement and the focus part of it like being so important to just do consistently like if you just write down like if you every time you think you think of something funny if you just put that in your notes not every one of those is going to be gold yeah but in six months you can scroll through there and probably put together like a five minute set yeah yeah, and it, everything can be expanded upon, and like work. Sometimes you just need a fresh set of eyes from a week or a day or a month or a year later, and with the added experiential knowledge of everything you've had up to then. What does it take you to give up on an idea? Oh, not, not much. much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so in fact, me. I do that more than anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm constantly settling. <laughs> I feel like I'm decent at expanding upon ideas, but I can't, like, I can't actually create the, I think it's easy to, se I, I like separating almost any type of art into, like, content and form. And yeah. you can, like, say, like, it's like a joke or something, and, but you have to figure out what form does this work best as? Is it, like, is it mm -hmm. a stand-up uh, joke? Is it a video? Is it, is it just, like, a tweet? or like mm -hmm. what is it and figuring that out with anything just like it, breaking everything down into content and form and I think that's very possible that's very apply, applicable to other things too like a relationship or something I think relationships mm -hmm. are a lot about the form more than the content <laughs> uh, and, and what you were saying about like jokes specifically because I'm much more interested in, in jokes than relationships yeah <laughs> um, the so it's about form and you have to figure out what the best fit is so many times I love like using apps like Twitter and reading things but so many times I'll see such a clever joke on Twitter or something like that yeah, I've been and trying. think about what it could be if they made it its project yeah I know that's so much more work, I've been trying but... to do it do that more like before I tweet like a joke or something I think it's funny I'm like it would it be better as something else am I gonna make it as something else right my favorite thing that I do with Twitter I'm so hot and cold with Twitter so this is exactly how I'll, how I'll use it uh, DB or at DVD Morgan on on Twitter I will tweet 
until people stop liking the tweets that I have. So I'll tweet like once or twice a day until one of the, the tweets that I put out receives less than five likes. And I'll be like, this app is horrible. I need so much more attention to this. I'll wait three months. I'll tweet something else. It'll get like nine likes. I'm like, this is the best app I'm ever. back. <laughs> and then like the next tweet will do zero likes. I'll delete it immediately. <laughs> I'll give it four minutes. If no one's liked it by then, I'm out. <laughs> I'll delete the app. I need that validation so But, like, badly. one retweet is enough. It counts as, like, how many retweet... What is the equivalent? Like, what's a, what's one retweet equal to in likes? Oh, uh, it's it's in, not double. In dopamine. But it's more than one. <laughs> like, what... Does it give you more... As, like, how much dopamine does it give you in terms of... Likes? So it's a more complex equation than that, though, right? Because, like, the person that likes it... That's true. That's it's true. so much to do with what the value is. That's true. Like, a, if you're single and there's a really pretty girl that, like, retweets it, you're like... Oh and sometimes you get it. Sometimes you see a tweet and you're like, yeah. that's likable but not retweetable. Because it... Yeah. And all, especially if it's something like... I'm Racist. Not, I'm not saying this. I'm not agreeing with it, but I think it's good. Not, not necessarily, <laughs> but like... He's like, high amount of likes, low amount of retweets. High amount of likes, low amount of retweets. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think another part of it is like, as someone who doesn't tweet a lot, me, I feel, I try to limit the amount that I retweet. So if my page has ever scrolled through, like, things that I say are on it, instead of it just being, like, a bunch of affirmations from other people that I've, like, co-signed. That's what, I, I think that's my biggest problem with Twitter. I hate retweets. I, I, like, I hate anything where... You're like, look at this content that someone else made. Like, okay, you didn't do that. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care what... Well, that's how things get shared. Yeah, it's, it's like, the it's same like as sharing something on Facebook. But I, yeah, I, I prefer also, that as opposed or, to sharing. Or what you... what you On Instagram, most of the memes you like are just that account screenshotting someone else's meme and posting it. Yeah. That's so sharing it. That's it's the same, same thing. thing. Um, I feel like that's... Like, a meme account is different because it's like... A, I know that it's a curation of things. But like, say like, okay, say, like, I, I have a Twitter and I use it. <laughs> yeah. And I, you guys shouldn't give a shit what I like, what somebody else says that I'm like, yeah, I say that too. But if you, it's not necessarily it's, that. Sometimes yeah. it's just like, oh, that's funny. That's good. funny enough that I want my friends to know, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, and the I same thing that's like, what really group good. chats are for. The group chat era is new, so let let let's give that. This is for a wider. You're not going to group chat if you have 600 followers. Everyone in your Jake, followers. Where'd you get 600 followers? I don't have 600. How many followers do I have? I have not, like not enough. Just, Follow me uh, at Ian Whitfield uh, or spelled Whitefield on Twitter. Here's a, a great example of uh, like why I'm. I uh, tweeted today. Eminem is only 28, and then the eye emojis like like looking like crazy. Like really. Uh, it only got, yeah he's for sure not <laughs> but it only got two likes and I promise you I won't use this app for months I'm, so I'm liking it cause I do like it I do can you save my Twitter <laughs> what's your name again DVD Morgan uh, uh, DVD I looked up DVD on Twitter something else I like to do on Twitter is I, I follow an even thousand people and I keep that the same and I'll I'm gonna rate if I follow a new person, I'll unfollow someone else to keep it at an even thousand. You know what? You know, a tweet got a lot uh, from you. Fuck calling me daddy in bed. I'm sophisticated. Call me people. <laughs> I feel the thing is, <laughs> and then the devil emoji. <laughs> oh, which one? Which one? There's a couple. The purple. Oh, okay, as long as it's not the red one. <laughs> Done. Over. He looks but, way more like I'm, a peepaw, though. Am I he right? does I think look he's like got a the beard. I'm a little worried. I'm a little boy looking for. You're a little worried. It's similar to tweets I've heard, I've seen, but peepaw is different than I've seen. I think, feel like I've seen a tweet with papaw. Oh damn, peepaw! I all take credit for being unique, though. I I feel peepaw like I wonder it. how many of the people that liked it, what percentage of them have a peepaw? <laughs> 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 One of them specifically. I I tweeted recently about a, a uh, tweet from oh, it was a message from my, my grandma's been interrogating me with uh, over text. She's asking me all sorts. <laughs> that does look like a peepaw. All That's sorts of wild questions. She texted me uh, the other day. Did you acquire, sell, or exchange any virtual currency in 2019? 
What was that? I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. She said, did you acquire, sell, or exchange any virtual currency in 2019? Just throw in this text at me at 7.46 p.m. <laughs> and, and I responded, just the 15 million Bitcoins I've acquired for, on my dark web version of an Etsy store. And I, there's a low probability she understood any of the text, nor the sarcasm attached. Oh, no. Did she <laughs> file your taxes as if you have 15 million Bitcoins? But she didn't file my taxes. I did. <laughs> I don't know why she fucking needed the information. She also... She, I also walked in the door today. I... <laughs> I walked in the door, like, into her house today, and uh, she was like, Hey, Ian, you want to drink a cup of beef broth? <laughs> People do that. She takes like, such no! good care of you. She no, takes such that's, good that sounds care like a metal, a metal band name. I'm out of here. No, it's all bad names. It's in fucking Mandalorian. But, but, but you say people do that. It's in, it's in a... A fantasy. Yeah, a mo- There's a movie about. She's sick. She'll drink like chicken broth. I get chicken broth, beef broth. What's the difference? It wants beef. <laughs> this has been poorly educated. We thank you so much for listening. Please support our sponsors. It helps more than you know. Takecareof.com. Enter code SMART50 for 50% off your first care of order. Or HelloFresh.com slash PE10. Use code PE10 for 10 free meals for their New Year's sale. Thank you for listening. We're happy to be here. Real quick, last this is a really good tweet. I don't think I liked it, but it's, he's got 29 likes and one retweet. That's pretty good. It's uh, my girlfriend, nothing. Uh, me, her weak boyfriend, struggling to carry a box. Quote, it's not heavy, it's just awkward. <laughs> That's really accurate. That's a relatable tweet, dude. Nice, bro. I don't right. keep using Twitter, guys. We can do it in sync now. Yeah, we can. Act. Let's get get a good one out. Let's get a good one. Cosmic, Cosmic cum shot. shot. That felt good. <laughs>